Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my newest episode. Today I'm going to review Borderlands 3 for you guys and be uh, warned, there's going to be some minor spoilers. I'm not going to give you full spoilers, but there's going to be some spoilers. I'm toning it down this time around. So, Borderlands 3 has been in the making for a long time. We've been waiting for it a long time. We've been playing Borderlands Game of the Year Edition. Uh, we've been playing Borderlands Handsome Jack Collection, which I loved, and Tales from the Borderlands. So, these games whet our appetites pretty hard and made me want to learn more about everyone. Then came the sudden surprise. The free DLC that would tease Borderlands 3. Now, the game Borderlands 3 does not take place immediately after that. It takes some time after that. And, well, it's never explained what really happened between those games that the Crimson Raiders are in that state, which is weird. Uh, I'm not, I wasn't expecting full explanation, but something, really, something, give me something. Uh, then, of course, the story picks up with the Calypso twins, with you, the Vault Hunter, as usual, <laughs> coming in and having to learn everything. Now, honestly, the game was really, the story was actually satisfying. The story is actually not predictable, not even for me. I played it a lot uh, this past few days, and I honestly did not for a second think that that twist would happen. Not even when the clues were there. And when it happened, I was like, wow, that's, that's actually amazing. The game story has many twists and turns and that's what i love about the story the story isn't completely satisfying to the point that you say oh yes finally everything is revealed of course many things get revealed in fact somehow the game somehow reminds me of mass effect 3 not the ending but the whole story structure getting to go you know planet to planet to try and gather people to fight these guys and things like that. That's pretty cool. In fact, you get to meet <laughs> the gun developers, the gun makers of the game, such as Jacobs, Malawan, and the other ones, Atlas. <laughs> and it's pretty cool to see that happen. I mean, there are some you still don't get to meet, but, but still, it's really, really cool. I love that. I love the fact that I could meet them. I was even excited for one of them. I was excited to meet Jacobs. Because I love the Jacobs guns. So I was super excited for all of it. And the story, like I said, has so many callbacks to the previous games, including the Telltale game. And I love that. This universe is beautifully connected. And everything in it just is satisfying to watch. And it was such a crazy thing. 
the dynamic between characters even is actually pretty good. And there are some moments in the story which I will not spoil, but will definitely make you cry. At the same time, there are some things I didn't like in the story. The fact that the original Vault Hunters, or better yet, the original Crimson Raiders, didn't have much to do in the story. They were mostly like, come and go. You meet them, hello, bye. Immediately, like, why? <laughs> this isn't to say that you don't get to spend time with them, no. I'll get to that. But of course, that kind of takes it away. At the same time, you know, it's really cool to see characters from Tales from Borderlands to be involved in this game, and it makes me really, really happy because it shows that they do care about that game, that they were actually involved in it, and it is canon. You even get to meet Reese, and there are fun Easter eggs there. There's in fact one Easter egg that I will not spoil. It is a minor spoiler, but it would be fun for you to discover yourself, but <laughs> when you say that person, you might be like, huh, that's normal. But when you think of it, you're like, wait... That's not what happens in the normal Borderlands game. So yeah, be prepared. Now, of course, like I said, the story is good. It has a pretty good ending. And I wouldn't be surprised or sad if this is the final one. Because it ended on a very high note. I love that. It was, it was beautiful. And honestly, <laughs> I loved it. I would, I would be okay with this being the end. Of the story but we know it isn't they said specifically that this is not the end we still have more story to tell and that that makes me happy uh at the same time let's talk about gameplay the gameplay is fantastic the same borderland gameplay it doesn't change much so if you were looking for a change you'll be disappointed there isn't much things that have changed there are some pretty cool changes though but the core is the same you have a skill tree that is far better than everything else we ever had. You have better progression. You have better gunplay, more fluid. Of course, it's not exactly top tier stuff, but it's still really good. And the siren this time around is pretty cool. I actually love Amara. She's my main. She doesn't have a perfect action skill. It actually needs a buff. But she's still really cool. I love that. I love her. And she's, she's really powerful. She has some really useful skills. Like her action skill sucks a little bit. Especially after one upgrade. It, it gets better but still not that good. But she has a lot to offer. At the same time. Beastmaster is a welcome addition to this world. Very different. Very cool to have. And the main of many people. The other one. The mech girl. At the same time is not bad. I actually like her, but she's for beginners because she's super OP. And of course, then comes Zane. Zane kind of works like, you know, that clone of Handsome Jack who could make a copy, but he's not that cool. <laughs> I actually loved Handsome Jack's clone, Timothy, way more than Zane. Zane is actually a sniper-based one, by the way. So the gameplay is really cool. The driving is still terrible. I still don't get how the hell do they not let you use the triggers as basically, you know, accelerate and brake. It's not that hard, guys. There are other buttons there. You don't have to use only, you know, those 
joysticks or directional. No, you can use it. I mean, there are many games that have utilized this with guns. So, the, the driving is really awful. You'll know when you play it. Of course, if you keep playing, you get adjusted to it, but that doesn't mean that it's good. It's, it's still awful. I still hate it. Then comes, of course, the rest of the gameplay. And, well, basically, like I said, the gunplay is amazing. The skill tree is amazing. The, you know, slide thing is actually pretty cool. But, of course, the actual thing we're looking for here is the guns. The guns are fascinating. There are many guns here. I mean, this is probably the closest they ever gotten to, you know, one billion gun and counting kind of thing. When they used to advertise about it. They're actually close to it because there's so many guns and still have yet to find a gun that looks exactly like the other one. They're so unique. They're so cool. Although sometimes the, you know, the rate that they drop any of their settings is just like weird. They're like, huh, how is this gun more powerful than that one? And, you know, the rare thing, it, this, this is rarer than that. So how, how, how is it like, like that? So, yeah, it, it's kind of weird. But the legendaries are amazing. The legendary guns are absolutely bollocks. There's even one that is taken straight from the Doom game. You wouldn't believe it, but it is. As soon as you shoot it, the reload is pretty quick. It looks like a Doom shotgun, and you're like, huh. If I hear closely, every time you shoot it, there's like a metal sound, like... And I'm like, oh shit, that is the gun. The legendary guns are amazing. There's even a gun that has, has some Jack talking to you. Which I love, by the way. It's, it's one of a kind. There are many, many guns in this game. And the legendaries are absolutely fantastic. But then we come to the other thing. The one thing that I always, for one, enjoyed very much in every Borderlands game. The side missions. The side missions this time around are absolutely fantastic. There's a side mission where you have to make a partner for Claptrap. And... She's so damn cool because you know, you can see the progress slowly. Like if you get the wheel, you get to see her with the wheel. If you get an eye for her, you get to see the eye. If you get a hair axis or anything, you get to see them happen. And that is fantastic. You see the progress. You feel like this is your own child. And of course, the ending to that side quest. Oof. <laughs> really cool. I'm not going to spoil it here. Do it yourself. It's worth doing it. Then, of course, comes the side quest with the Iridians, which, honestly, was better than I thought. It was really exciting and interesting to learn about Iridians. I really wanted to learn. And it helps a lot with the context of the whole story to know. There are many things that are, of course, confusing in the story. With this Iridian thing, they kind of get fixed. You get to understand more. There are many fun side quests this time around. There are many of them, and they all feel unique, exciting, and amazing. And like I said, there are some characters from the old times that in the story, they have nothing to do. They just come and go. But they have a role in the side missions. And not just one or two. They actually, that's probably the, yeah, each of them have like one, maximum two. But still, it's pretty fun to do their side quests for them. You get to spend time with them, you get to talk with them, and if you're a nostalgic guy like me, you're going to have fun. Of course, this time around, for some reason, uh, you don't get to see the Vault Hunters from 
Borderlands 2, except for one, which was my main, Maya. And it was really exciting to see her again. And probably very nostalgic. Especially for me, who I played a long time with her. Spent a lot of time. And it's cool. You get to see. There are many things in this game that get explained. The story is really good. The Calypso twins, which probably is what you're thinking about. Like saying, are the villains as good as Handsome Jack? Let me say that they're my second favorite villains in Borderlands. The first one, Commandant Steel, was not bad. Meh. Handsome Jack stole the show because he was so damn charming. And his motives, I, I don't argue with them. But then comes Calypso Twins. I like them. They're pretty cool. They're not Handsome Jack. Sorry. Like I said, they are pretty good villains. They do the job. They are the kind of villains that you want to kill. And the relationship and the twist that comes later, still very unique, very cool. But again, it's not like, you know, like Handsome Jack. Like, you get to see why Handsome Jack is, to me, a much better threat than they. I mean, not going to spoil anything here, but you remember Commandant Steel was a siren whose powers they didn't know. And it was weird to them, which I probably guess... I know what it could be, but I'm going to spoil it here, by the way. I posted it in a different episode. But, you know, when it comes to Calypso Twins and their powers, it's a bit of a surprise, honestly. But, again, they're sirens. Assholes. Jack was none of them. He was just a huge asshole. Charismatic asshole. So, yeah, that's why I love Handsome Jack. He was a normal guy being so damn powerful. That's, that's his appeal, I believe. So that's why I, I love Calypso Twins. They are, they are great A assholes. But Handsome Jack is on a whole nother level. He's, he's absolutely amazing. But like I said, the side missions are absolutely amazing. They give insight on some story beats we never knew or wanted to know the answer to but never got it. Or things we never thought we, we should ask but we got the answer anyway. So yeah. Borderlands 3 is a love letter to the fans of the series. That's how I actually talk about it. It's an amazing game. It is a reward to the fans of this series after many years. Ten years, I believe, so far. And that's why I love it. There are some things that don't pretty much stick the landing, such as Reese's voice not being by Troy Baker. I hate that, by the way. But... Everything else makes up for it. Another bad thing I would say is the frame drop issue is terrible on PS4 that I have seen. It just keeps dropping every time. I and that's really on my nerves. I'm, I'm like, holy shit, why? Another big problem is the online mode. While in the previous Borderlands game, you could actually choose where to join, what's the level, what mission they're doing. This time around, you don't know. You just jump in. And you're like, huh. Where the hell am I? That's a bad thing. Of course, they have worked around the cooperation and competitive thing, which is basically, you know, everyone with their own loot or whoever grabs it first. That's not bad. But like I said, I hate the fact that the online mode works terribly. So, in my opinion, this game is pretty much worth the buy. Given the online mode and its 
well, lack of, uh, you know, a lobby, I'm sure that your experience would mostly be solo. Unless you're doing the endgame stuff. This doesn't mean a bad thing. It's a bad thing, but it's a good thing. You get to spend the time, enjoy the game, and the game is not unbeatable on solo. In fact, if you're lucky like me, you get a gun made by Torque, the shotgun, which made the game a cheese walk for me. Like, you know, basically I just had to shoot two times the boss and they would die. This gun was way overpowered, and I put it on display in my sanctuary ship cabin. It's amazing. It's a, it's a fantastic gun. I love that gun. I'm going to keep it forever. It was absolutely nuts how powerful this gun was. It helped me through 12, 13 levels alone. So, like I said, the game has a lot of good things. It's really amazing. You will have a fun time if you're a Borderlands fan. If you're not a Borderlands fan, I'm going to have a hard time basically recommending this game to you. Because if you don't like this style, there's no way you're going to like this one. It's the same thing. But if you want to do it, try it. Definitely do. But my, you know, my recommendation would be to start with the first one, then the second, then the third one. Even though the tales from Borderlands, I mean, it, it's really worth it. It's one hell of a journey. I know it will take a long time, but it is worth the journey. Take that road. If you have taken the previous ones but are on the fence about the third one, do it. Jump in, play the game, have fun. The developers are working actually hard on fixes. I'm sure they will fix the online mode. I hope they fix it. It definitely needs. And they're working on the frame drops. All in all, I'm very excited for the future of Borderlands. I have yet to play the DLC, but I am super excited for the future of it. And I hope that it will be amazing. So have fun playing it. And don't worry, you're going to have a fun time. My score for this game is 9 out of 10. Like I said, some issues, but that does not rob you from the joy that is Borderlands 3. Have fun everyone playing it. That's a double recommendation from me.